Zen Me presents Tarlene Sophie's podcast. As an international women's empowerment coach, she empowers, she encourages, she inspires by offering mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual tools for living a life in alignment. Welcome to the 13th opportunity to empower the you in yourself. If you haven't already, please be sure to purchase a copy of the self-talk book so you can journey with me into the 33 lessons as I dive deeper into each lesson. Today, the word I want to focus on is connection. Call a friend. Connection, by definition, is a relationship in which a person, thing, or idea is linked or associated with something else. The action of linking one thing with another. If you really look at the word connection, you see the first three letters of the word spell con. Whatever it is, by definition, person, thing, or idea that we're linking ourselves to energetically, mentally, physically, emotionally, or maybe all, how is that to your benefit instead of to your detriment? How is it that it will allow you to prosper and expand through the word rather than constrict and become a less version of yourself and i mean that when i say less too many of us are out there settling for what we can just get in that moment part of the reason being is that we're conning ourselves into what our true needs desires wants are in this world connected to people things and ideas Sometimes we look at the first thing at hand, which is mostly our relationships, and we say that there is a con in connecting to one another, meaning it's tick for tat, or it means I'm doing something in order to get something back. But if you really slow it down, that may be one perspective. So is that to say an idea that you want to bring forth into this world is also a con in that connection and linking to that? I say that because there's always an outcome. Your heart desires to put an idea out into this world, but there is also an outcome you desire to have. And the same goes for a relationship, partnership. When you're in union with someone, that may be not a priority for you. However, it may be a priority for someone else. So with that, a quote from the book states, I need you, but not in the way you might be thinking I need you. I need you to stand as my mirror so I might honestly assess both my strengths and my hidden weaknesses. But how many of us can show up that authentically to be a mirror and to not receive what you anticipate when you become that mirror for anyone in your life, hoping and wishing that something positive comes from it, rather looking at it in a context of there must be a con to this. So. When you feel that you are put in a space to be reactive, I challenge you to become responsive, become stronger in your own constitution of what you desire, what you accept, what you'll align with, what you'll elevate with, and fully be engaged in every cell, molecule, and atom with your being, not doing, because a lot of us function from doing. We are beings here to illuminate so process life from your soul space and as you focus upon the connection 
you'll realize that there's a lot of also emotional chords, whether you're emotionally available or unavailable, that you claim, or sometimes can be neutral. It's how are these emotional chords connected to you? What does your web of life look like? And your web can be the palm of your hand and the fingers are the extension. So what are you connecting yourself to? And is that connection coming with a condition or is that coming from unconditional soul space activation, right? So you can either look at your five fingers as extensions of things that you like to do in your life, things you're working on, or it could be the five closest people to you. You choose and dictate what it is that you want in your forefront with those five top things, okay? As I reflect even deeper, what comes to mind is why we have made it as human doings so much more difficult than it is to connect to ourselves. Is it because we've, to some degree, become codependent in a relationship, codependent in friendships, in your work environment, on a project? Have you ever thought about codependency like that? Where work or your passion or your hobby becomes what you're codependent on because that is what's fueling you to live rather than connecting to self in your strong constitution of life. But so often we're hosted with the feelings of not being blank enough, good enough, smart enough, tall enough, skinny enough, rich enough, powerful enough, and the list goes on and on and on. And so we begin to lose that faith, that trust, the connection to ourselves. But yet we think we are showing up and providing a service to others when we ourselves are depleted, when we ourselves are not giving to self. We start the day most of the time with the phone in our hands, checking on what has happened in the last, whatever, five to eight hours, however long we sleep and connecting with the world before you just check in with yourself and say, hey, how you doing today? What's our intention for today? What are we doing with the gift of time today? How are we giving to ourselves and filling our cup in order to become an asset and a light into the world rather than staying in situations around people, around things, around jobs, around anything that doesn't align with you just to say, we're seen to some degree by someone. Yet there's 8 billion now, probably plus people in this world. So where attention goes, energy flows. And it's a very important part of this life. When you begin to connect within, you begin to attract the people, the places, the things that are in alignment with you, your core beliefs. And again, do you know your own belief system or is it something that was instilled, ingrained, however you feel from whatever caretaker, mother, father, grandparent, aunts, uncles, sisters, brothers, how are your belief systems? If you were to write your five top belief systems, do you feel they come from your soul space? Do they align with you? Is that how you choose to live your life or do you feel that you need to connect with regardless and to the detriment of yourself, losing your identity and making something outside of yourself more of a priority, more important than who you are, what you are, what you're experiencing. No one knows you better than yourself. So the one con that you don't want to do 
is to give that disservice to self by losing respect for yourself, to stay in situations, circumstances, and accept and receive treatment less than what you know you're genuinely worth, not what you think you're worth, but what you're really worth. What value do you bring into yourself, your vessel? How are you eating? What are you reading? What are you surrounding yourself with? What's your body language? How do you speak? What do you wear? All of these things and more are part of the journey to reconnecting, grounding, and serving from your foundation, your platform. However big or small, that's for you to decide. And big and small does not mean it's any less than. So sometimes you have to check yourself because when we receive those from the outside in, we think of it as attacks and we become defensive. But if you check yourself, then you know what you're going to stand for and what you're not. You're going to know what you're here to do and what aligns with you and what doesn't. Hence, my tagline, one of my brands, is Zen Me Life in Alignment. That's the only way to live. You're not going to drive your car, your vehicle, when it's out of alignment, when your car is pulling too much to the left or too much to the right, or the wheels are not you know, tight enough and they're wobbling because pretty soon it's going to give out and it's going to either, you know, mess the thread up on one side of your tire or your tires are going to fall off. You're going to get a flat. Something's going to happen, but it can't operate that way. So your body, your vessel, your mind, your soul, your emotions, your physical self is all in harmony and in alignment for you to be able to show up as your best self. So if energy is telling you something different, take a step back, get quiet, pay attention, reserve your energy rather than expelling it out and getting nothing in return. Only frustration, anger, disappointment. So you choose, like this book's us, self-talk, 33 levels of improvement. How are you improving yourself mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually? Are some of your vices still overpowering you? Do you still feel you need attention and affection outside? And cheating, honestly, doesn't have to be connecting with physical contact. It could be how you speak to someone. It's how your intention of being a certain way with a certain person that's not your partner. It's as innocent as that. So do you respect yourself and your energy enough to cut out the vices and finally connect to self? even with the voids and the questions and maybe possibly sometimes confusions of what is this world? What are we here to do? How are we helping each other as human beings? So you are one of a kind and you need open yourself up and explore into this vastness of you and know that every element of this world is of you and is you. Spend some quality time getting to know yourself and resolve to love yourself completely and see what happens. Getting to know your likes, your dislikes. What if social environments do you like to be in? Aligning to this new version of you. If something feels forced, then it probably is. Just know that if you must release it, it's okay. You deserve peace, compassion, and utmost unconditional love. So I hope you can take something away from what I shared today. I step back and I allow the message to flow through me so that it's not coming from my mind, but it's my soul sending you a soulful message. So as always, remember, 
You are a story worth loving. It just takes you to see it, feel it, and then embody it fully. Until we meet again. Make sure to download the Zen Me Women's Empowerment app on Apple and Android devices. Be well.